Understood that there's a need to move and have the courage to actually do the move. Now the question was, if somebody tells you you must move, what goes through your head? So obviously, I have to move. Okay, so you must do something. Yeah, yeah, I must do something. Trevor, decision. It's a decision. Are you gonna listen? Yes. No, well, that and a lot of other things. The longer for a couple of swear words. No, 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 no. no. It's got no swear words, actually. It's basically just, you know, when someone says move, you know, you've got the decision to, to take it up in whatever manner you believe. If someone says move, there's if I'm standing, choice. there's a choice, which is a decision, because what is a decision is basically two different aspects. Okay, what does it mean... When the Bible tells us we are equipped to move. We've got the armor of God. Okay, you have the armor of God. So to help you. To help you do what? Move. To help you make the choice. To help you make the choice, okay. Okay, I, I got a piece here that said, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be fearful. And do not be dismended, for God is with you wherever you go. So if God tells us, get up and move, He won't just tell you to move. He will actually he will give you a direction to move in. He will give you the necessary tools to move in that direction. As we know, we all have um, we all have different gifts. We all have different plans. We all have different strengths and weaknesses. That's your tools, your gifts, to move. When God gives you the command to move, I'm going to tell you guys a, a, a story that I haven't shared before. When I was 14 years old in church in Florida. Uh, a pastor came to me and he told my mom and dad he wants to speak to them and me. And he said he got a vision of me with a huge group of young people around of me. And I'm the main speaker. I can't speak in public places. I struggle to even speak one-on-one. -on -one. A few months ago, God told me, you, are, uh, you had your fun, it's now my turn to start moving in the direction He wants me to move in. This is just a small setup to prepare to what's coming. Also, we have here a piece that said, My grace is all you need, my powers are the best. When you are weak. God knew I had a problem speaking to people. And he knew I, I had a big problem with the English language. 
but he gave me this man. He paired us up so good. He doesn't have a problem speaking to people. When he's on fire, he moves. Gave me Trevor and Heidi. That's just English. Trevor, when I just uh, just started working and started chatting with you, how was my English? <laughs> and, <laughs> and how how did this look? It's not where it should be, but how did it improve? It's not better. It's not okay. better. So, moving to JP's piece. Why do you think it's uh, important to move when we are equipped by God? With all these wonderful gifts, why do you think it's necessary to move? Mm. A very big. Huh? So, it's something I love by God will not use you if you're comfortable. You are only grown in comfortable situations. Why? And why? Because if you're comfortable, you're stagnant. You're content. You're happy where you are. You, rely you have on to your chuck own? yourself in the, in the deep end. You rely on the flesh. You rely on your own power, your own knowledge to, to keep you in a safe environment. Mm. That's where the word stagnation comes in. Uh, JP, are you going to quickly read us your verse? 1 Corinthians 12, verse 12 till 24. For as the body is one and as many members... But all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For by one Spirit we were all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and have all been made to drink into one Spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member but many. If the foot says, because I am, a f I, because I am not a hand, I am not of the body. Is it therefore not, not of the body? And if the ear, <laughs> if the ear should, and if the ear should say, because I am not, and I, I am not of the body, is this therefore, therefore not of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would, where would be the hearing? If the whole were hearing, where would be the smelling? But now God has set the members, each one of each one of them in the body just as he pleased and if they were all one member where would the body be hold on stop okay where would the body be so this sorry what do you guys think is the least important piece of your body our weenus yeah weenus Okay, what do you think is the least important part of your body? To be honest, I think, I don't know. I think all things work together. You think make everything one. has its purpose? Yes. So I can't say one is more important than the other. They had a, a question a couple of weeks in the, the youth on that side. The, 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 what do we teens. 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 The teens. Yeah, they had a question there. Why is the world in its current position? Is God there or isn't he there? Yes, he is there. So why is God letting all this stuff happen? Why? 
Because then people would rely more on him. What do you mean, like, what, what, what do you mean what's happening in the world? Like, the world going down, you uh, Rape, oh. murder, child molesting. Yes, that has been a question. So, so the question still stands. Why is God letting all this happen? Yeah. Nobody. I'm going to shoot. No? You don't have opinions, but... I heard a thing... A whole while ago, um, God gives us of uh, each one of us. In the when you're born, you have a purpose. When you're saved, when you saved or not saved, you have a purpose in life, a godly purpose. How many Christians are there in the world? Active Christians. Not enough. Not people that have a status. Say I'm a Christian. Right. Mm. 20%, 10% of the world. It's some ridiculous mm. number. So 20% of the, the Christian body is working. 80% of the body is doing nothing. So how do you think a body can operate with just 20%? Mm. If 20% of your body will work, where would you be? I don't think I'll survive. Mm. So how can the Christianity survive? If only 20% of the body is working. Now they ask, where's God? God is still there. But he gave each one of us the ability to move. I think there, I think God has chosen certain people ne, to become like you. Let's say you have a weakness and you're not acting upon something. I think he has given me, you. God has made a purpose that you should be there so that I can have the motivation to act and not be like you. Mm. I think that's the whole point why some Christians are not acting. He's actually sending a message to the other Christians to be like, now I'm not going to be full part of this. I'm going to do something about the situation and not be the rest of the world. I think that's <coughs> how... I think the fact there's People nothing wrong... People are being wrong. sent for a reason. Yes. And it's his... his Sending them like, like me sending, yeah, yeah. Like, like yesterday, uh, everything happened. I slept and I woke up. I'm like, that happened. <coughs> I know, but God sees something, He's trying to prepare me mm. for something good. So I'm like, that person, I don't hate him for scamming me. I think he was there to only let me go. I have zero hate towards the person who did that to me. I'm not gonna fight the person. I think God made that to happen so that I can believe and trust him more. So I think that is his purpose that is coming from God to actually awaken me, to be alert. You get what I mean? I don't hate the person who scammed me. I just thank God that it happened because now I'm open. Now I'm growing into a different level of understanding of God. Yeah. I think this thing of crime and murder, I think they're only there to grow people, I don't know, yeah, I think that's the best I could say. So everything happens, so you must learn at it. Yes. Learn from it. Yes. I think it's all just testimonies in work. All in testimony, that's good. Because, like, let's be honest, if bad things didn't happen to us in our life, we wouldn't be, we wouldn't have stories to tell. Yes. Or like being who you. you are today. Yeah. Yes. Because your mess that you had in your past is now becoming your message today. Yes. 
I just feel, you know, crime and rape and everything like that. Hashtag life. I just feel that, you know, all of the... All of the... Rubbish. All of the rubbish that happened and all the rubbish that's happening right now, it's bad. Agreed, yes. But those people are still their testimony working. doesn't mean that they're a thief. Okay, now they're going to die a thief. They, they, they're evil, whatever the case is. Yeah. We don't know the plans, yeah. what's happening for that person. Like, we don't know the path that that person or the road that person is still taking. Yes. So that's, I don't know, maybe there's a toll gate there. Yeah, it's like and God apostle. just comes into the toll gate and takes him to another route. I don't know. Yeah, it's like Apostle Paul, he used to murder the, the disciples of God. Then he got hit by lightning, he changed. So basically, I don't blame someone that's still in the mess. I think they're just mm. getting prepared for the good that is mm. going to happen in the future for them. Just a scary thing. Paul persecuted Christians and all that stuff. And I mean, he flipping, he hated them with a passion in his heart before he got converted, yeah. before his conversion. And do you think the Christians hated him? Do you think they hated him? No. That's okay. So why, then why should we hate the people that are bad in today's life? Yeah, I don't know, it's convicting. Yeah. The non-important parts, what we're discussing now, the non-important parts, your past, your experiences. The non-important parts is given the same honor than the greatness than all the other parts. So your, the stuff that you go through, it's all part in in a path that you're taking but at least you're moving yeah. you don't sit yeah. still yeah. and that part the bad parts is giving the same treatment as the good parts JP right here wow isn't that amazing it is amazing <laughs> I have the same saying uh, uh, Japanese um what you call those those uh, the samurais his son came to him and asked him father how do you know the difference between good and evil and he said it's two wolves every day you have two wolves fighting in inside of you one good one evil mm. Mm. he says but which one wins he says the one that you feed the most mm. yeah. if you are angry and you're miserable, and you're feeding the one wolf, and it dominates the other one. But if you keep yourself positive, you're getting the other one, the good one, much stronger, and that's how you win everyday's challenges. Um, also, yeah, it says uh, from this message, uh, message we're getting, or I'm getting, and probably JP as well because he wrote it. <laughs> God tells us we must start, we must move. It doesn't have to be big steps. You don't have to start the church now and get a thousand people. The small steps is, uh, how do you get a, a, a big ice ball? You can't. You, you, you start and you... And you start bigger and bigger, and then you start rolling. And once that thing gets momentum, it's nothing going to stop that thing. Then I have you yeah, move. 
M O V E. Said it. Motivation. <laughs> Objective. Vision. And the last one I wrote eventually. Because, like Eric said, Pastor Eric said, God is coming back. He's on his way back. So we need to be motivated. We need to see our objectives. And we need to see the vision that God gives us. And eventually, we will see him as well. And I believe it will be in our lifetime that we will see God again. All his glory and fullness.